2: Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile and what brings them joy. Hi everyone, I hope you're keeping safe, well and generally all round happy. On this week's episode of the podcast, I am talking to Rich, the founder of Spinder. He's a lovely guy, super uplifting and a great guest on the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, if you're enjoying it, why not go to iTunes and give it a nice five star rating and a nice little review. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, so don't be a stranger. Now on to the episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Rich. Hello. Hello. Hey,
0: how are you? I'm very good, thank you, James. Very good, very good. Yes.
2: Oh, no. uh, thank you so much. I know you. Be, I know you're a very busy man. I, I know trying to get you in for this was quite difficult. So thank you for making time for me. I'm so
0: sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, a pleasure, it's a pleasure. to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Things that, it's, it's January. I mean, things have things have gone sort of nuclear this month in a, in a good way. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's been quite quite difficult to get uh, a bit of downtime. But I'm being that one of my missions. For 2021 um, is to have more self care time, more downtime, and uh, fortunately, that means I can uh, do more things like this, which is great. <laughs>
2: yes. So let me introduce you then to uh, all our listeners. Um, so if I get if I miss anything, please let me know. But Rich, you are you've been working in the fitness industry for around ten years, We're teaching indoor cycle classes at such venues as Fitness First, Soho Gyms. Virgin Extras, many more. You're a personal trainer and volunteer and instructor at the YMCA clubs. Yes, I've been on your website. Yes, I have copied and pasted everything that's on there. Oh, uh, you've been featured by the BBC Glitter Beams Attitude and now, the pinnacle of it all, you're on the Champions of Happy Podcast. I think you've oh, really made it, really, Rich.
0: Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. That deserves a round of applause, I have to say. I'm oh. the thorough background research there. Really, really, really good. Very impressed. Yeah, what can I say? Yeah, all of that is... Um, it's true. <laughs> well, it's true yes uh i've been in the fitness industry for just about 10 years now it wasn't my first uh, uh job uh career whatever you want to call it um i, I sort of career changed in about 2010 2011 something like that um so i was pr- formerly in advertising um, in a cre- on the creative side. And uh, yeah, became you know uh, well, I, I enjoyed it for a period of time, but over a period of time, I also became a bit disillusioned with it and uh, wanted something else. And fitness um, uh, was a passion or an interest of mine. And uh, I decided to make the jump or make the leap. And uh, yeah, a bit of a leap of faith really back in 2012, I think it was. I went sort of full-time uh, as this is my career. In, you know I'm making with my sort of full time job and uh, it's been an adventure. It has been a roller coaster, and quite rightly, it's taken me to lots of different uh, uh, venues, uh, fitness, uh, uh, lovely fitness brands, To work I've worked with a lot of great fitness brands, but particularly the YMCA, uh, central YMCA in just near Tottencourt Road. Um, it had a huge influence on me uh, working there, it was a wonderful group of people, uh, t- wonderfully talented team there that I learned from and continue to learn from today. Um, Um, I I don't work there full-time anymore Um, I'm not based there full-time but I do teach um, spinder classes when we when they are running when the studios are open when we get through lockdown uh, we we, we are teaching or spinder classes do run there too still so I am still kind of associated with the YMCA Mm -hmm. not in a full-time way but uh, yeah I've been around a bit in the last 10 years
2: I've been around (laughs) I've been around a bit (laughs) What was it like moving from, uh, I assume, was advertising full-time employment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that switching from full-time employment to freelance? Was that scary? Uh,
0: yeah, it was super scary, actually, super scary. I wasn't sure um, if it was going to work at all. Um, and I, I I suppose what happened when I look back, there was there was a bit of planning involved, uh, a little bit. I mean, I am um, <laughs> known for my planning and a little bit of a little tiny bit of OCD, tiny bit of OCD on when it comes to planning things and uh, making sure things happen in the right way. Um, so yeah, it wasn't quite, Oh, one day I just decided to change uh, to become a PT or whatever. So I did think about it in a sort of a, a period of time. Uh, and what happened was um, certain events happened. Um, uh, one, one, one of my, my, my permanent job in, adver- in advertising came to an end. And there was a period where I think I, I worked for about a year freelance. So just different kind of Gigs in advertising, and um, that sort of helped fund um, starting to to work more in the fitness industry, if that makes sense. So I was doing a little mm-hmm. bit of advertising every now and again over the course of about a year, and then decided or was able to sort of build up a little bit of money to kind of support a transition into fitness industry full time um, but yeah it didn't it didn't happen overnight it, it sort of was a couple of years in the offing and uh, the first place I, I was very fortunate to land was uh, again YMCA, central WNTA on Eton court road they were uh, fabulous. Uh, I sort of volunteered there initially um, and uh, did a couple of shifts there a week, just on the gym floor, and um, was just so inspired by the people around me. And uh, was was completely um, overwhelmed at times with this sort of imposter syndrome. You know, you're just kind of, like, oh my god, what am I doing here? There's people <laughs> either either they're they're just you know, I was at the time I think I was about. 31 32 sort of changing careers um so there were either people around me who were 18 19 straight out of college straight into this job uh or people that had been in the in the industry for 20 30 years and have this wealth of experience and i was intimidated by by both both sides <laughs> it was like oh my god, here <laughs> I am in the middle um so it took a while to get over the sort of imposter syndrome uh but super friendly super inspiring people there and uh I settled in very quickly and uh learned a lot along the way um so yeah it was uh, a fun 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 time fun time but nice. uh,
2: I feel like an imposter anytime I walk into the gym so
0: <laughs> to you Oh no! Oh yeah,
2: I'm six foot three, lanky, skinny. I am. I, I'm never going to be big, kench, muscle man like oh, the guy in the weight section. And I'm like, I'm going to stick to running. That's okay. Oh, and That's okay. Oh, and that's,
0: that's okay. A shame. That's a shame. I, I, I think a, a, lot, a lot of people feel similarly when it comes to gyms and free weights rooms, and uh, there there can be certain exclus well feelings of exclusion, I guess, or kind of intimidation um, if you. Uh, I don't know, it's either feeling like it's uncharted territory for yourself or there are other people there that are clearly at an, an advanced level and you're not on that level at the time. Um, it can be a bit, yeah, I, I can relate to that feeling. And that's a shame. It's a shame because everyone has to start somewhere, you know, on their journey. And actually their journey, the person that you are sort of comparing yourself to is at a completely different stage and probably training for something completely different. Um, and it sort of starts to get into that, all or nothing thinking it's like well if well if i'm not looking that certain way then weights are just off the list and off the agenda for me and that's a shame because um working with weights can be really beneficial for example you know and uh, it's not about sort of getting really sort of buff you know in this a month or whatever it is it could be just about learning one or two moves that will Help your mobility, your range, your strength. And uh, then it's just a, a, a sort of process from of building from there, really building up. And um, the benefits far outweigh the cons, I would say. Um, so, yeah. I guess
2: at a gym, a lot of the time, people are more, really, are more focused on themselves, really, than anyone around them as well. So it's me getting over that fact as well.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Most people are just looking at what they're doing themselves or focusing on what's on there actually (laughs) i'll tell you what they're looking at they're looking at their phones that's what they're looking (laughs) at that's what everyone is looking at at their gyms (laughs) and uh you could just be waiting and waiting and waiting for some equipment or for a space when the gyms were open and we didn't have social distancing of course uh people were using their phones the whole time but uh but yeah interesting you sort of mentioning that kind of that feeling of intimidation and it's sort of one of the reasons why i was super keen to start Spinder, actually. So Spinder kind of began um, with a sort of... (sighs) I wanted to make a fitness class, uh, a group fitness class for the LGBT community that's something that I... Believed that I that represented my authentic self as an LGBTQ um, fitness instructor um, that I I could be myself in in the class you know I could actually put my heart and soul into it and not be pretending to be someone else or pretending to be straight or whatever you know it could be me it was you know something that 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 reflected my true self and uh, was inclusive and uh, so no matter what level of fitness you're at whether you've been in the gym before or not been in the gym before um you were still welcome and you, you felt welcome and you could come and have a workout that was at your level um so initially initially i mean sort of going i'm, I'm running with this now so i uh, sort of, go, uh, with <laughs> it, go with <laughs> it. initially spinder started out as a spin class a gay a gay spin class so you know so i was teaching spin that's indoor cycling um, and I just had this sort of this this sort of idea that there's there's that the, at the time I think it was about four years ago there weren't many, if any, sort of gay or LGBTQ fitness classes out there that um, were welcoming, you know, that were inviting or that didn't in, didn't kind of require some kind of. Pre- dis- preordained talent or kind of skill. Like there's lots of great, great LGBTQ sports clubs out there. They do wonderful work. Uh, but for example, if you if you're afraid of kicking a football, or if you you've never really played or been interested in doing rugby because it's a bit scary. S- signing up for that first session, oh, my God, there's quite a lot of barriers to get over. I and mean, they do extremely well in welcoming new people. I've seen some of the work they do, uh, uh, you know, through Alpha Sports and uh, uh, the, the Steelers, the Stags, uh, the Otters, the, the great LGBTQ uh, sports uh, communities out there uh, that's so welcoming to newbies. But uh, at the time, so what I was thinking with Spinder was, what's the kind of lowest barrier... Uh, way I could get people to come into the, to a room together and work out and cycling, riding a bike. Everyone knows how to ride a bike, right? You never forget. Yeah. <laughs> All you have to do is pedal. That's it. <laughs> That's, there's nothing more complicated than that. Uh, so I thought, you know, I think there's something, I, at the time I was thinking, yeah, there's something here. Um, I get to play my favourite songs um, and anyone, literally anyone can do it so that's kind of where it all came from really
2: <laughs> amazing quickly jumping back though to um how you became a personal trainer what is that what is the process to becoming a, to say you are a personal trainer
0: uh so you have to uh so there's there's a qualification you have to study uh there's many uh training providers out there um you can sort of research um I went with a company called Premier Training and uh, you have to study I think at the time because I was still freelancing in advertising during the week um, i did like a weekend course or a blended like online and offline kind of course over the course of like over a period of like three months or so for the for the first part so there's there's two qualifications involved in becoming a in becoming a personal trainer so the first part is called a level two um, gym instructor qualification and uh that in in a sense or boiling it down is kind of the basics um anatomy and physiology um sort of uh, gym equipment exercises um how machines work how the body works and uh maybe designing a basic program for someone that's just arrived at the gym for the first time so that's that's what we call a level two qualification and uh building from that uh to become a personal trainer you need a level three qualification which is a lot more in-depth um and uh goes into sort of you know case studies and kind of variations um you know people with different skill levels or ability levels you you know learning how to kind of write a program that is truly personal for that that client you know um for example, someone that might have a sore knee or a knee, previous knee injury, you know, you've got to have that kind of knowledge of how you can either adapt or modify an exercise program to, to suit that person, that individual. Um, and then, of course, there's you know, the whole other uh, sort of uh, Pandora's box, if you like, of uh, trying to start a business, make it a business for yourself as a self-employed personal trainer because not... Um, not all gyms hire personal trainers as a salaried position. In fact, mm-hmm. most gyms have personal trainers as, um, self-employed, uh, you know, you're running your own business in effect. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff you have to kind of learn either in, in advance or on the go <laughs> as you kind of learn by, learn by doing or, or trial and error basically. Uh, but it really helps to have a business plan, a strategy, some kind of understanding of, you know, running a business would, would definitely help with PT. And I, let's just say I maybe took, I took the long road. <laughs> I took the long road on that. I'm a lot, I'm a lot better as it uh, than I was when I first started in terms of, business skills, you know, you know, sort of mm-hmm. uh, spreadsheets, profit and loss, that kind of you know, the sort of fundamentals
2: of business. Fun stuff, fun um, Excel spreadsheets. Oh I
0: know right. Excel is a good one. Numbers and Excel, love it. Oh. <laughs> God.
2: I had to I had to make a sp- spreadsheet for work the other day I had to call a friend because I'm I had no idea how to do it. I was like uh yeah. help. Uh, on that- my C V it says proficient in Excel. <laughs> I, I I can I, turn it on.
0: I can totally relate to that. Isn't it amazing? So you ask this person and they're like a wizard. (laughs) They just... What they can do with a spreadsheet is just incredible.
2: Open brackets. Some, I should say, J- Jason actually listens to the podcast. So thank you, Jason, for helping me the other day. You're really helpful.
0: I have a list. I have a list of people to thank. So so long. There are many many people that have helped me along the way, uh, particularly with data and numbers and spreadsheets. And uh, yeah, if I if I start naming people, I will miss. I miss someone. Really annoy someone. So I'm just going to say a general. Thank you, <laughs> one that not only has helped in the past but continues to help because there are a lot of people that help behind scenes uh, with what I'm running at the moment with Spinder. Uh,
2: yeah. So two questions I really wanted to ask you, jumping off that and um, and what they taught you and how to teach. One question I'm actually quite interested in: Do they teach you how does height come into question when you're trying to teach someone? Like for example, I'm six foot three. Yeah. The way you train me be different to someone I know. Say someone. Five foot six. Like, is there uh, any uh, difference really, or is that just me uh, making up excuses for not going to the gym? <laughs>
0: uh, is there something you want to confess, James? Is that is that something? I, to to gym.
2: Gym. I can't tell my gym membership. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, of course. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is, a, it is a factor. It is a factor, but uh, it's not an inhibiting factor it's just a factor that you have to kind of work around. Uh, So for example, just off the top of my head, you know, someone who is a bit taller, um, has a greater range of motion, potentially a greater range of motion. However, they may be someone who is deconditioned, who hasn't exercised for years, is carrying some extra weight, uh, and they may be six foot five, but um, they can't do a for example a squat uh, because they are either deconditioned or overweight and feeling too nervous um so there's so many other factors involved it's it's not it's not an easy question to answer I'm afraid but what I will say is in theory there's no reason why you can't do anything i mean you can't there's no reason why you, you should shouldn't be uh trying uh a weight workout i mean there, there, uh, uh, certainly height is not an issue not height is not an inhibiting factor that's what i'm trying to say
2: <laughs> okay what i'm hearing is though being taller makes it harder so i can be <laughs> I can feel sorry for myself
0: okay. um, laws of fit okay so let's get let's get into the detail for a second so <laughs> Of physics by lengthening the lever, right? So between the point of lifting and holding the weight, it is harder. Yes, it is a little bit harder. Is that is that going to help? Is that are you happy? Yeah, right?
2: that's all I wanted to hear. That's all I needed yeah, okay. to know. Physics is on your side a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a decent excuse now. A
0: personal trainer so, I'm, do- I'm going to have hundreds of personal trainers now listening to this. Going, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I'm fine with that
2: i <laughs> so. have question i guess on uh, what they taught you was did they teach you how to be as peppy as you are because I've, I've been to your your classes your spinder classes uh, and your online classes and yeah. you're so enthusiastic and you're so happy and i don't know how you're doing it because you're also working out at the same time and i want to swear and die whereas <laughs> you're come on guys let's do another <laughs> another round i'm like uh, <laughs> no it is fun, but i know what you mean i know what
0: you mean okay so there's two parts of that so what p- first part is no, they don't teach. They don't really teach you about kind of, um, well, there's a little bit. I mean, yes, there's some guidance on about building rapport and welcoming your your class and, and creating um, a positive atmosphere in the class uh, when you're leading or teaching a group exercise class and, you know, a, a, on a one-to-one basis when you're trying to teach someone on a one-to-one basis. But for in, in regards to spindo, it being a group exercise uh, class and, and online as well, um, it, it's crucial to set the tone straight away. And um, a good friend of mine and colleague, uh, former colleague, uh, Adrian, he he, he he said, it's a performance. It's a show. You, as, as, as the instructor, you are putting on a performance and you're, the audience, the, the people in the class, the attendees, will feel what you feel. So if you are feeling a bit down or a bit, you know, I just don't really want to be here or had a really rubbish day. (laughs) uh, And it's kind of that you're bringing that energy into the studio or to the kind of the zoom or whatever you're, wherever you're teaching, that will come through to your attendees. If you don't mind it, if you don't, if you, if you don't watch out for it, sorry, if you're not aware of it. So you have to, switch it on. Every time you teach, every time you teach, you have to switch it on. And it, it comes naturally to some people. Uh, some people it takes time to work on. I remember being absolutely petrified when I put the microphone on. Well, actually, when I did my, my qualification to become a spin instructor many years ago now, um, I was terrified, absolutely terrified of the final assessment. It was just, I think it was only like 15 minutes of with the mic on, you had to kind of do a demonstration of, you know, the first track, sort of, you know, kind of just setting the tone, absolutely terrified. Did the qualification, passed, then didn't go near a spin studio for about two years because I was so traumatized and so terrified at the prospect of actually having to teach a class not couldn't you know couldn't didn't want to go near it didn't want to go near it it was just too scary um and it was a very slow process to kind of just try okay well uh, maybe I'll try half an hour class and see how that goes teach you know teach that okay that's that's not too bad you know building up some confidence over time and um gradually my personality sort of came through and, uh, let's use the word, bloss- blossomed, I guess, you know, kind of came, came through and, uh, I was becoming, uh, I was being, becoming more able and more comfortable with being myself with the microphone on it with the, you know, in a, t- in a teaching environment and allowing my, my personality, my style to come, to come through. And, uh, you know, it takes a while to find that, and it, it helps to actually go to other classes and see and witness other teachers and kind of absorb and sort of ch- cherry pick, if you like, the bits you think, oh, that's how they teach. Oh, that, I like that. I like the way that they introduced that class, or I like how they kind of motivated them at the end. That, then, uh, so yeah, that that's uh, that was that was kind of my my sort of uh, journey. But then, in terms of what you were saying about. Um, yeah, how do I stay perky when, <laughs> when we're actually trying to work and, and get you to do all the work in the class? Well, that's the thing. It's, it's not my workout. <laughs> it's not my workout, darling. No, 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 no. Uh, three words, show and go. And I don't mean that in a weird way. Show and go. I, I, dem- I demonstrate I demonstrate the exercise. And then I come and have a look. I come and have a look and see if you're doing it. So, for example, the online classes, uh, Spindacast, uh, obviously, we can't use the bikes at the moment. We can't, you know, not many people have got spin bikes at home. So, Spindacast is a uh, online, uh, equipment free workout. And um, I will demonstrate the exercises that we're doing as we go through and then come and have a little look on the screen and see what, what people are doing, basically. So, I would maybe do. I, okay, so I'm revealing all my secrets now. But I would probably maybe do two or three reps of each exercise, and then go right. Okay, let's have a look and see what you're doing. Well, that, that's that's the point, right? It's not it's not my workout. It's I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hmm. so um, jumping let's explore what spinder is then a bit more so I, again going to cherry pick from your website uh, so spinder brings the lgbtq community of all levels uh, for a fun workout with their epic playlists and dance routines let's pretend covid isn't a thing for a second you have gone on to online classes which we will talk about but let's just have a, a lovely moment where covid isn't happening
0: <laughs> isn't that? Nice. that's nice isn't it that feels good
2: that feels really good yeah um, just imagine it's not a thing
0: Oh gosh, I have a little tear to my eye. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, happy place, happy place. Yes, pre-COVID. Yes. So spin Spinder pre-COVID. Uh what was that like? Uh it was it was just the most fun, the best energy, the meeting the nicest people the most friendly people a uh, wonderful community of um well we, we're called spinderellas people that attend Spinder are part of it you don't just join a class you join a community we have a facebook group instagram page um and you are a spinderella if you come and attend a Spinder class um and so yeah it's a f- 45 minutes indoor cycling class um with, uh, with yet yeah, you said it, dance routines. Yeah, we have a dance routine on the bike as well. Cause just cycling is not enough, darling. Just cycling is not enough. Um, uh, we uh, we started uh, throwing in um, a, a sort of, well, I like to call it like an active recovery track. So about 25, 20, 25 minutes into this 45-minute session. So, you know, you've been working for a, a good portion of the class. You've really worked, you know, on different levels but you're kind of getting a bit tired that's when we throw in a little fun dance routine and it's just some some kind of um so, small simple choreography well we call it armography to be honest because it's movements with the arms because we're sat on the bike so you're multitasking we're pedaling sort of nice and slowly not to we're not sprinting or anything we're nice and slow with this with the pedaling and then doing some kind of Fun, simple dance routine f- to a Kylie song, you know, Can't Get You Out of My Head, or, um, I don't know, Britney. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> uh, we've done uh, – I was actually trying to count the other day. I couldn't quite count how many we've done over the last four years. Well, I, I, yeah, it must be at least – I think it's probably getting near to sort of 70, maybe 80 different dance, dance routines now. Um, so, yeah, th- th- it's it's it sounds – I know I was just talking about, like, how – classes I wanted a class that was low barrier and like no you know you don't need any kind of skill this is not a skillful routine at all if I can (laughs) if I can teach it (laughs) I'm not a dancer I'm really not a dancer at all um it's just a little bit of fun like on the chorus of a song so you know it's usually a song that everyone knows and um I describe the moves at the start and in the in, in the sort of three or four minutes of that of that song, you'll get three chorus to, to have a go at doing the routine. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good bit of fun. And it kind of gets everyone smiling, gets the energy back. And then the last 10, 10, 15 minutes of the session, it's like, bam, back to work. <laughs> I'm back to work.
1: <laughs>
2: no, having cool. done your class, I, I've been uh, a member of one of the classes and I've done the dance routines myself. I think it was probably Spice Girls and Sophie Alex Bextra at one point when oh. I did it. Um, oh, Sophie is my queen, so I was so happy I it, came on that night.
0: Uh, d- it should be Dame Sophie ellis if you ask me. I mean, she is amazing. Her kitchen disco stuff is fantastic. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, uh, could it possibly have been heartbreak make me a dancer by any chance? It was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, for all your listeners now, I am breaking a heart, literally. <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the moves right now. I see they're just they, they're getting your head right. They're getting your head, Jane. Your head. I say this to people, one day you're going to be at a wedding, you're going to be at a wedding party, and you will steal the show with your dance moves in that wedding party disco. Someone will come on and you'll be like,
2: oh, I did a routine to this. <laughs> yeah," <laughs> While spinning your legs are very yeah, quick. Exactly.
0: Oh, no, don't worry about your legs. Spinder is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so jumping to the name then, uh, where did the name Spinder come from? Obviously it's a spin class, but yeah. where, how did Spinder come about? So it's
0: kind of a bit of, well, I think back it was a bit of a joke, really. I mean, so most mo- most good ideas are a bit of a joke or a bit of a laugh. You kind of say things or you're having a bit of a ban- ban- bit of banter with a mate and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that could kind of work. And uh, I was talking to a friend of mine called Sean, a personal trainer at um, Fitness First. Um, I think he's still there, actually. Um, but, yeah, he was uh, working with me at the time, and uh, or I was having personal training from him, actually. He was uh, he's such a legend. Um and uh, yeah, we were talking about ideas, you know, I sort of explained what the concept was that I wanted to create this this spin class, which had a social element and it was for the LGBTQ commu- community. And it was we- very, very specific about finding friends, you know, through exercise. So a way to uh, get people uh, from the, oh, get uh, gay guys, LGBTQ, and anyone from the LGBTQ community, um, to make friends in a healthy way that wasn't in a club or a nightclub or on an app or something like that so and then as soon as i sort of start thinking about apps i was thinking oh it's a bit like spin and tinder you know it's a bit like spin and tinder and then i think maybe sean said it oh it could be spinder and i was like oh spinder no that's too rude no we can't possibly say spinder no 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 people will think it's about hooking up in a spin class it's really weird It's like actually no that's why it's good people are like oh what's that <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so not not in the sense that it's about hooking up that it's not about that it's just that the play on the words was what would interest people like it needs it needs a bit of it sort of catches the ear you know you kind of think oh what what, what is that <laughs> so, Have
2: any relationships blossomed or have, has anyone yeah. met via Spinder?
0: Many, many, many friendships, many, many friendships have blossomed and it warms my heart to hear. I get sort of messages on Instagram, Facebook of, oh, I met my best friend at Spind-. It was well, now my best friend at Spinder, And uh, we, we we go out and do this or, you know, we've got this, you know, I see, see pictures of them on Instagram and, you know, having days out and whatever. And or uh, um, little sort of friendship groups forming, you know, sort of twos and threes and fours. And that's lovely. People, people from all... Around the globe that would not normally have met um, otherwise, and you know, meeting up and doing friend things. You know, <laughs> it's not like hugging up and and doing you know, club um, salacious things. It's, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. healthy.
2: Exactly, okay, I think it's really healthy for the. Yeah. lgbtq community mm-hmm. and we had um my, on the last episode of the podcast we had uh adam and yusuf who um are founders uh of the group gamers inc uh, a lgbtq gaming community yeah. and i asked the question why is it important to have a space for lgbtq people for gaming so i guess uh, you've briefly touched on it already but why is it why is why do we need a lgbtq plus space for working out
0: that's I mean, a really good question. I mean, I wish I wish that we didn't. <laughs> I really wish that we didn't have to. Um, but um, you know that there there are spaces uh, in in gyms. Uh, and there are certain gyms around uh, you know the country uh, that feel a little bit intimidating to um, the LGBTQ community. Um, and well, all all places. You know, not just gyms. You know. Uh, it's important to have places for feeling safe in in every area of your life, you know, uh, as an LGBTQ person, um, but particularly with fitness when it's 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 something I think it, it comes up. It's very connected to growing up gay or growing up LGBTQ and holding on to that kind of I'm different. Uh, no one else knows, you know, as a, as a sort of LGBTQ youth, you know, I'm I'm different. I don't want to do anything that stands out. I just want to blend in. Um, I haven't got a predisposition for sports. I feel a bit uncomfortable. I know I'm massively generalizing here, but like sport, sports and fitness is not necessarily ingrained in LGBTQ upbringing. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy. And um, gyms can be a very daunting and unwelcoming place at, at, fir- at first at first so i think to have a space uh in a gym or a kind of a class or a community group uh which is lgbtq run and fitness based is 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 vital uh because you can be yourself you can relax and be your true self and um Without that, you know, I think but we need we need more places like that. We need more places uh, in all areas of our lives where we can just be ourselves and be around people who are like us. Um, and that, I think, is the, the place where we can nurture our true selves. You know, it's not just about feeling at ease. But it's also about nurturing and growing from there. Because I don't think any growth is possible if you're feeling unsafe or intimidated and kind of um denying or feeling like, no, that's not for me, I'm not gonna do that. You know, you're not really gonna nurture your true self if if you're in that place. So so I think it's, it's so yeah, go around the blocks a bit, sorry.
2: <laughs> I no, think, no, it's great.
0: I think it's really important to have, some, you know, more, the more LGBTQ safe spaces, the better. Like I said, I wish it wasn't a requirement, um, but the, the reality is that we do need uh, LGBTQ spaces, and I think more of them, the more the, more, the, better. More the better. No,
2: I think you're absolutely right, because the, like you say, the gym itself, for anyone, is a daunting place, mm. and then lgbtq plus probably got other daunting things going on as well so if you can walk into a space where you 100% know yeah you're gonna have a good time you're gonna yeah. be with people who are like you yeah you're gonna get some britney and madonna uh, yeah. and you can just relax yeah i guess that's a, that's a nicer way to go into a workout knowing oh i don't have to worry about these daunting things already
0: exactly exactly it just removes uh, a, a perceived barrier another barrier and i think um there are enough barriers to fitness and exercise in general um and being lgbtq shouldn't be one of them i you know the fact that you you know are feeling intimidated by a gym i mean I, you, you're quite right any anyone and everyone can feel it, it, intimidated by a gym um but uh you know anything we can do to kind of remove barriers is a good thing and encourage more to be um, fit uh, or, or having a, a sort of regular weekly daily fitness routine whatever that might be um the better especially in the lgbtq community i mean that the mental health benefits are massive uh huge you know for, for mood for lifting your mood getting getting some exercise in um and then on top of that with things like spinder um getting to meet and make friends with other members of the LGBTQ community um is is vital for mental health and well-being you know uh, to, to know that you're not alone and uh, there are other people like you and um i think that's super important super important
2: it is and i know you just from um, going on your social media's and having been to the class myself i know you get a ton of regular faces always coming back to your classes and you've built up this really great, strong community within itself for Spinder. Like you do your socials and your your classes, they're just generally very fun. Like I can go, I've, I've, I've had a crap day at work or a stressful day at work. I go to your class, put my work to the side for a bit, work really hard but also have a really good time and just relax and sweat it off and oh, my god do you sweat
0: <laughs> that's so great to hear I mean that's so great to hear you've hit the nail on the head that is exactly the mission of Spinder. that is what I set out and I'm um, extremely passionate about Spinder being it is about promoting this sort of feel-good factor with exercise uh, it's about making the exercise feel good not like punishment it's not about making it it's not about making you feel bad that you had uh, overindulged with food at the weekend so you've got to go to uh, the gym and get shouted at for an hour by some military disciplinarian instructor that's not me by the way not me that's my style. <laughs> um i think um if you are in a space where you can exercise and it makes you feel good while you're doing it and working, you know you're working hard uh, and, and smiling through the sweat, if you, if you want to call it, um, you're far more likely to, well, one, enjoy it and be uh, uh, to uh, come come back, come back for more. People. Human beings remember feelings far more than they remember words or pictures. Uh, they remember feelings. If they fe- if they have a positive association in terms of feeling, so you go to this exercise and you know this exercise class, uh, and you know that you're going to feel good. Um, and and obviously, there's other other benefits as well. You know, the health and fitness benefits. But fundamentally, if there's this sort of feel good factor and fun, and you know to an extent, escapism, I guess, in the current climate, you're going to want to come back. You're going to want to come back. I think you're far more likely to come back. And, uh, yeah, you you, you said there are some lovely regulars who who come, they'll be coming religiously for for, for four years or so now. And uh, I'm I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of them. And uh, I'm very proud of the fact that uh, Spinder continues to kind of uh, hold their interest. (laughs) That's That's great.
2: I mean, I guess we've kind of touched on it already, but like, other than general fitness and it being your job, what do you what do you personally get out of doing personal training and Spinder?
0: Um, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. I think one of the main reasons I changed from advertising way back, I was having, I remember having some life coaching at the time, and uh, um, I had this sort of need. I, I recognised, with working with a life coach, I, I recognised this need that I was finding wasn't being fulfilled in advertising. And that was to feel like I was making some kind of a difference. And that the work I was doing on a day-to-day basis had some kind of tangible or um, clear uh, impact. And I, I was feeling that less and less and less in advertising. And um, luckily I you know found an industry or kind of moved into an industry where, there is an immediate, uh, impact you can make on someone's day. If, if you uh, set up a class and, and, you know, a fitness class like Spinder and, uh, you can, you can kind of bring people in from their, uh, cha- let's say challenging or exhausting working day and have them get a smile on their face within the first few seconds, work really hard, uh, but still enjoy it and have a fun social chat afterwards. That, that, you know, it makes me that makes me feel really good. I, I like I like that feeling, knowing that I can have an impact on someone's mood and someone's well being and someone's kind of um, general disposition, I guess, and and their social circle as well. That kind of that, that helps. I mean, I remember when I first moved to London back in oh, two thousand three, um, <laughs> oh, a long time ago. Um, when? But yeah, then, yeah I, I was only five years old at the time. Uh. Yeah, right. Um, but I didn't didn't know anyone, didn't know anyone. And it felt really daunting, not, you know, just not knowing how to connect with other gay men apart from, you know, plucking up the courage to go to a bar <laughs> and getting, well, having a few drinks basically. And uh, then trying to talk to someone and obviously feeling all the pressures that brings of rejection or whatever, you know, and um, it's hard, you know, it's really hard. So to to help, to know that I can, to know that my work currently is helping people connect uh, with other gay uh, LGBTQ people um, and to help them feel good and improve their mood, um, that gives me all kinds of joy. So um, I love it. I love it.
2: Oh, what a great answer. What a, what a Great answer. So we are, unfortunately, we are traveling in time now. We are back in 2021. Okay. Uh, COVID is a thing. Vaccine is on the way. Yes. So things aren't too down. We're going to get it eventually um so yeah. obviously you've had to move from uh, the actual gym space to your online sessions you're not doing spinning classes because obviously not everyone has a spinning bike in the house you're doing uh, uh classes with no where no equipment is needed what are the um firstly i did one on monday morning and i i, I dragged myself out of bed um yeah. well, and i did it and it was really great. It really, like, I felt a good class and I felt actually genuinely energized. And I've done a number of like online classes over oh, Zoom yeah. and some have been really good. Some have been a bit eh. Um, but I also, what the one that was a great thing about yours was, um, I guess you realize everyone is living in a different space and not everyone has a studio space to do a workout. No, so yeah. you, what you were doing was very much um, adaptable to where, what people have what um what challenges really have there been from moving from a physical space to an online space
0: well, yeah gosh well, I, well firstly i'm super glad that you enjoyed the class that's fab that's so fab to hear um but yeah the 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 trans the transition from offline to online or in studio on the bikes to on zoom it literally happened overnight <laughs> i mean when when lockdown first First hit uh, back in March last year, um, it it became clear that the studio classes weren't going to be resuming anytime soon, Um, and my my instinct was what what can I do? What how can I keep this community that we've been building up over the last three years, whatever it was, um, connected? It, It absolutely cannot fall apart. But at that point, I had not taught a single thing online. I had never – I didn't know what Zoom was. Um, I had never done an Instagram Live or a Facebook Live. I would never have well, dreamt of doing it <laughs> in a million years, in a million years. Um, but then, you know, that became the only option, you know, uh, to try. And I had to I had to try something. So I, I jumped in with both feet and um, tried to bring – the essence of Spinder—that doesn't sound a bit too tenuous—but <laughs> all the things that kind of made Spinder unique. Uh, so the you know the fact that it was for all levels, it was the LGBTQ community, fun, super camp, playlists, pop songs, a little bit of a dance routine, and then a social at the end. Those were the kind of pillars, if you like. Like, how could I deliver that online uh, without any equipment? Because the majority of people at the time didn't have access to um, weights or spin bikes or, well, and still don't, uh, still don't. And, and most people don't have that much kit at home. So I had to think of something that that would work with, without any, any equipment. And um, I just tried to, well, you know, very quickly wrote down, a, you know, a, a sort of session plan based on, how the class structure used to work in a spin studio if that makes sense so how how the class flowed in a spin studio I wanted to try and replicate that 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 structure online and um you know it finish off with the dance break or have a dance break halfway through and uh, then continue on with the social and uh, it it was um yeah, let's just say it's a bit of a roller coaster the first week <laughs> First week, uh, I thought it'd be a great idea for the first week to not only do a Facebook Live, but also do an Instagram Live at the same time. I thought that'd be great. You know, why not? Why not do both? <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, n- not doing that again. No. <laughs> 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 no. And then a good friend of mine, Matt, uh, Matt uh, suggested I try Zoom. And uh, as soon as I tried Zoom, it was like electricity. just like lightning. I was like, ah, <gasps> This is it. I, this is how I can replicate a group exercise mm-hmm. class because I can see each individually, att- each each attendee, if they have their mic, uh, their, their camera on. And you know, they don't have to have their camera on. It's, there's no pressure. But if they do have their camera on, I can see what they're doing and kind of modify or give advice. And uh, uh, and, and it felt as close as we could get to a studio experience without actually being in the studio um and um yeah it's been growing ever since so we 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 started with one i think one or two classes a week and then um we've experimented along the way over the last sort of 10 months with um like seven days a week or three classes a day or just just trying to see what works and what doesn't work and uh currently what where we've settled on with um the current timetable we're now monday to friday and the classes are about well they are 40 40 minutes long um and we've got some morning and some evening so uh yeah it's been like a, a, a period of refinement and seeing what works and and trying to do more of that basically <laughs> trying to do more of what works and
2: i think we're i love good- the morning class i think the morning idea is great because it's just that sweet spot just before you have because like everyone's working from home now pretty much a sweet spot of time before you start work so you can exactly. work out still sure. have breakfast shower and then work mode so i think perfect timing for it
0: yeah i i think you're absolutely right uh eight it's yeah eight a.m in the morning it's um it's it's i think in my opinion i think it's the best time any any earlier than that and it feels like you're missing out on some sleep (laughs) no i mean of course i am naturally awake at 6 a.m thinking what have i forgotten (laughs) what have i not prepared uh what's the playlist what's the dance routine uh so a good two hours before the class, I'm awake. Uh, but that—that's just standard, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so yeah, someone joked the other day. They said they thought I was—I was, I was wearing—I'm currently. I know you can't hit, uh, see me, listeners, but I'm currently wearing a hoodie, uh, a tracksuit top hoodie. Um, and someone—someone someone in the Zoom thought I was wearing this at the start of one of the classes on a morning class. And someone actually asked me if I was still in my dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not in my dressing gown. Could I get away with that?
2: (laughs) Hey, you're the boss. You set the theme. DJ Mondays.
0: Maybe that's a new theme, dressing gown Monday. Yeah, yeah, show me your dressing gown. (laughs) <laughs> working out so um, maybe nightmare I mean this the, the, the belts uh, they're just flailing around no no you can't do a burpee in a dressing gown no <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we're, visual. Trying to, we're trying to think about it now like, what could
2: we do skipping <laughs> nice, rope interesting <laughs> yeah hilarious <laughs> now you've got your social size to um, spend up so back in before Covid uh, you what you do a range of different social types. What would you do?
0: Yeah, so before COVID, um, there, w- there would always be a social after the spin class. So we'd always go uh, for a drink or for some food. Um, not necessarily in a bar. It could be uh, like uh, Nando's or something like that. Just to go for a meal, a bite to eat, or whatever. Oh, uh, Nando's, right? Oh God, I love Nando's. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was very much. Uh, I mean, there were. I think we did. Um, Uh, Where do we we go? We used to go uh, on a Friday night. We used to go to the Cock Tavern in Kennington. That was great. Um, The King's Arms on a Thursday. um, I just (laughs) realised, I said, we don't always go to pubs. I've just listed two. at least um uh but yeah we, there, there were other restaurants uh yeah, some ta- taco places um nando's and so it's quite quite easy me teaching all these classes to have to be very careful not to eat and drink too much as i go
2: through each of the protein electrodes electrodes electrolytes
0: i used to say the calories don't count after you've just done a workout right so they, they, they're not yeah. <laughs> no um yeah very very important it was uh you know the social aspect of each class was super important i'm one of the usps and uh, or a way of kind of um encouraging newbies to at least say well trying to I, I made it my mission to try and make sure the newbies were introduced to at least one other person you know hopefully uh, hopefully more, but at least at least one in, in each class. But on top of that, we'd also have like a monthly group social, and that would be a bit more, a bit more fancy, a bit more um, upscale. So we'd go bowling, <gasps> <laughs> we'd go uh, dart playing darts at like flight club. Um, we'd um, have the the most fun. Um, can I just say, exhausting fun at uh, a trampoline arena called Flip.
2: Oh, I love trampoline arena.
0: Aren't they incredible? They're massive. <laughs>
2: massive. I went before COVID <laughs> to look after my niece and nephew, and I just kind of wanted to, to have fun by myself and not babysit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, go away, kid. <laughs> uh, my turn.
0: Just get in the way. Um, yeah, we luck, we totally lucked out. The first time we went, we found like the—I shouldn't really be telling anyone this, but I'm going to tell. Them. Um, so we found that the the best time to go was like on the last slot on a Sunday night, because yeah, all the kids and the mums they'd done their like nine to four, nine to five, or whatever it was during the day, but the place didn't used to well, pre-COVID. Didn't didn't close until about eight. So if you went at like six to eight on a Sunday night, no kids. Ah, oh, amazing. Amazing. So we, there was like 15 gay guys, this whole trampoline arena for a good hour, hour and a half. And um, we did not want to leave that arena. <laughs> they had to call security. No, I'm kidding. just kidding.
2: <laughs> it was yeah, really though. I can fun. see it happening.
0: <laughs> it was really fun. Really fun. We've done that. We We, we kind of, up until last year we, we well actually no we did manage to fit it in we did it in february last year we've done it about two three years in a row now and it's uh, one of the most popular socials we've done um but yeah we've done things like october fest um pride picnics um well we tried to do a laser tag event you know the sort of laser quests um that didn't quite happen in time before the lockdown but um uh, above the stag, I uh, love that venue we've we've done uh, theater trips um so yeah we 've tried tried to mix it up every month, trying to do something that 's uh either a bit of fun or some culture or you know just to kind of keep it, give everyone an opportunity to to do the sort of things that they probably wouldn 't do on their own or you know they would be a bit nervous about going to do if it was just themselves or one other person so yeah, the bowling, the last bowling trip we did was uh, was interesting. It it turned out that uh, uh, the venue Bloomsbury Bowling Lanes uh, also do karaoke in the next room. They uh, do, yes. <laughs> so that happened <laughs> on like the hottest day of the year, <laughs> no aircon. About fifteen of us, and uh, there were some awesome moments in that karaoke room. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
2: You might have to hand me those off the podcast, I think.
0: Yeah, I will. (laughs) I'll tell tell you. Yeah, none by me, can I (laughs) just say. None by me.
2: Speaking of music, then, um, so obviously in your classes, you often have a theme where it's normally two artists or groups or bands uh, and you play various songs from Mm -hmm. those. Who are some of your favourite pop divas?
0: oh gosh that's the question there's so many there's so many so yeah we do we do category theme nights so we'd have for example you're quite right we have like little v girls allowed or um kylie versus danny quite controversial kylie versus danny yeah, yeah it's so
2: difficult because sometimes i think i'm a danny person and then i'm a kylie person but i think really i'm cool and i'm a danny person but really no i'm a kylie person
0: I'm the same. I'm saying Kylie all the way. But when Danny, when when you do a Kylie versus Danny playlist, Danny's got some fine, fine bops. She really has. Uh, she can hold her own. Uh, but in terms of divas, oh my God, I'm going to get so much grief for this. Um, Jay McDonald, I love her. <laughs> I love her. She's amazing. Have you done a Jay McDonald spender class? Yeah, we, uh, we did it this morning, darling. We had a Jay McDonald. Oh <laughs> Uh, people, uh, people, people try and blame me like okay so i i get a lot of grief for this so i don't i've i've maybe watched like two of her shows ever ever um but The music, she's done so many covers and there have been remixes of those covers that are just amazing. And they're on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, uh, Seventh Heaven, I think, remixes um, uh, quite a few of her songs. And they're just the best. She's got one that's like eight minutes long and it's a Donna Summer medley, eight minutes long, yeah, now you're interested. Now you're interested. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It will change your life. Honestly, you get on a treadmill or a spin bike and you put the Donna Summer medley on from Jay McDonald, you're like, yes, <laughs> I want to work out to this. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of holding on to that. So uh, it was, in fact, someone from Brighton, Spinder Brighton, uh, when we were running classes down in Brighton, he, he a guy called Stephen, lovely guy called Stephen, he, um, he suggested that I, I, I should add Jay McDonald to our, Set list or our repertoire, whatever. And, uh, yeah, every time we do a divas theme playlist, she is always on there, always, always, always. So, uh, yeah, I think she's fab, absolutely absolutely fab.
2: <laughs> I mean, I didn't not the answer I was expecting, but it's the <laughs> answer I'm really happy I got.
0: Yeah, oh, good, I'm glad, I'm glad. Now, the thing is, though, my ultimate, my ultimate, so I don't think of her as a diva, but my ultimate artist is Kylie, of course. Kylie is the best recently, I mean the music I'm listening to recently steps I mean the last album they oh my god just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. So good.
2: Heartbreak in the city. Amazing. Call me on the telephone. Amazing. Line. Amazing. Yeah. Come on. Come yeah. on. No. I don't good
0: What's the song with uh, what the future holds? She says, I had had to take a class. Like, oh, I had to take a class. Okay. Right. (laughs) What? (laughs) The lyrics are amazing. Absolutely amazing. But yeah, we've done dance routines to so many dance routines and workouts, of course, uh, on the bikes and in Zooms to Steps and Kylie uh, recently because both of them have had new albums out which are just next level like some of their some of their best work uh, i mean
2: it was pretty crap but we did get a good chunk of good music from like absolutely- uh, mel c lady gaga steps Carly. Currently-
0: mel c yes i i'm supposedly a mel c fan and i didn't listen to her new album till about two weeks ago <gasps> It's terrible. I, I, it's terrible that I didn't I, I waited that long. The album is amazing.
2: It's <laughs> so, so good. What, what a delight. So we are going to the other podcast, but I am curious to know though. What do you do to chill out when you're not working out or being perky and peppy for everyone else? How do you <laughs> how, what's your idea of me time chill mode?
0: Oh gosh, I me time chill mode um <laughs> When does that happen? When does that happen? Um, so it's usually uh, probably watching some Netflix of some kind. Um, I have a bit of a thing for Star Trek and Star Wars and Doctor Who, a bit of a sci-fi geek. Um, so, yeah, definitely watching those on repeat. I, I can watch <laughs> any series at any time. Uh, um, but... It, it, I, I I'm, a, I'm part of a choir. I'm part of a choir. I do I do attend a choir, and uh, we're very fortunate that they've adapted their um, classes to online, so they're continuing. Um, so I love I love singing um, with my choir. Uh, that that does help me chill out and decompress a little bit. So I'm not really thinking about um, uh, work work. It's a different kind of different kind of work. So it does. It, yeah, it, it gives me a lot. It's uh, yeah, I love I love that
2: yeah nice now i've asked this question only once before in the podcast and i'm really curious what your answer will be and it's a bit naughty it's a bit oh. dirty oh no <gasps> it's filthy, actually uh,
0: what's your favorite takeaway what's my favorite one? What?
2: sorry favorite takeaway
0: <gasps> takeaway oh my god
2: oh my god i love asking it, like physical
0: people just to um, see what they uh, I'm literally, are guilty. this is, i'm struggling to choose <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not like instantly saying, "Oh no, darling, I can't, I can't possibly even contemplate it." I'm actually genuinely struggling to choose from a range of options. <laughs> uh, but uh, what is my favorite? Oh, my favorite <sighs> Okay, if I'm being pushed, guns my head, it's probably going to have to be McDonald's or
2: pizza. Ooh, yeah, McDonald's or pizza. Okay, have a have a combo uh happy burger meal pizza
0: oh now we're talking oh my goodness i'm actually getting hungry now <laughs> yeah i have to check with my husband i have to get p- permission to order mcdonald's in um yeah uh, when, when he gives the green light i'm like brilliant <laughs> uh, but yeah it's not something i i'm uh doing regularly let's just say but uh
2: I think about it all the time. You babes. <laughs> You've just got to do you. So we are now at the end, but um Rich, how can we find your lovely self and Spinder online for everyone to rock two and enjoy oh,
0: fabulous oh yeah you can find everything Spinder related either well on our website uh uh or you can find us on instagram uh Spinder is our handle on instagram uh so all of our stuff is on there timetables uh play uh, playlist information um yeah um and if you want to try us out it's uh it's free for your first session so yeah there's all, all the details on that is uh on the website so yeah have a look nice
2: thank you well listeners i can't uh recommend spinda enough it really is a jolt of just fun I and mean, it is working out but once you get past that part it's really fun um <laughs> rich thank you so much for being a guest yeah. i really appreciate your time uh, and we'll call it a day thank you so much
0: thank you so much james lovely to, lovely to talk to you thank you very much